Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm Sean, and with my fellow American Rodney, we break down the good, the bad, and the just plain weird. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. I was going to sing a Celine Dion song because I don't know. It's the only <laughs> it's the only Canadian connection that I know. But since we have a guest, I don't know how comfortable it would be for me to go ahead and, and start off with like a Titanic type yeah, ballad. You're messing so. with the national treasure there. Right. And and oh Canada, I only know Oh Canada. And then it just then it's it's not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Sean, we got a special guest with us today. We got a special guest out of the great white north and to the east west of us. It's it's like that way. It's that way. Yeah, we yeah, we are joined today by Adrian. And I am gonna go I'm not gonna let's see, I, I've been I've been practicing this. It is Adrian Seligman. Pretty pretty good. Does that sound does that sound pretty good, Adrian? We can work on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Adrian, we weren't really sure how we kind of ran across each other online, um, but uh, you have something called Scandinavian Alps Coffee. Uh, went in, checked it out, read a little bit of background, and you are a Canadian in Hemsedal in Norway. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's it's quite a big story, but I'm going to go ahead and let you let you go ahead and <laughs> give us some background. Uh, yeah, sure. That's thanks for the intro, yeah. uh, Rod. Um, I'm still waiting to hear your Celine Dion song, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, where to say what to say? Uh, yeah, I moved moved here ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is Swedish, so we used to live in Ore. Sean, just to give you the uh, update here. And then, uh, yeah, we kind of bounced around uh, to Canada and then uh, back to back to Sweden. And then, um, yeah, we had friends that lived out here or worked out here in the ski industry. And it was, yeah, Norway was kind of, it's not Canada, it's not Sweden. So we thought, let's give it a go. And then it's not too far to drive to, to, to Sweden. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a good place to try out and the economy's good you know like uh, yeah. or it was back then with the oil uh, oil industry and then um yeah we live here now two three kids three kids sorry not two and uh <laughs> 10 years later and yeah small small business and uh, yeah that's so canada sweden norway yeah. i'm sensing a general theme here between all these places yeah my parents are british so i have a, i do have a british passport so uh, like you guys uh-huh. you know, it's nice to I don't. I could. I could work and live in the EU, which uh, which is nice. Right. Um, so yeah, really, really fortunate. And uh, yeah, I don't know how we crossed paths. I think it was on social media, Instagram, was it, or somewhere. I th- I think I saw you guys. I was like, that's a cool podcast. Uh, you you know, print, and it kind of caught my eye. So, yeah. uh, you were like, this is weird. <laughs> you were <laughs> you were you were scrolling through your stream, going, well, this yeah. is kind of different. Yeah, it's, yeah, but difference good, right? Like difference cool, and and then you sent me that very kindly. Send me that hat. Thank you, Sean. I didn't thank you. Uh, sorry, I should have had it. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, I wanted to, to represent the little Canada, a little bit of uh, well, North America. How about that? Little there, there we yeah. go. There For we go. Listeners at home, he's sporting a, a crisp 
Toronto Blue Jays cap. Super crisp. I don't wear it enough, but uh, there you go. I, uh, uh, so yeah, that's kind of my little backstory or the burp. But but now, uh, Adrian, so you leading up to the coffee business, uh, tell us about the skiing. You that's kind of where your background. Yeah. In... Ski. Yeah, I think that's you guys. Do you guys ski at all? Do you? I do a little bit. Do a, I ski more than I snowboard, but now I'm trying to get in a little bit more snowboarding. I'm over here in Sweden where we got this like man-made yeah. hill. Hammer B, right, isn't it? Hammer yeah, B. yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you guys been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a 15-minute walk for me, so that's oh, great, that's... you know? Yeah. And and I tumble downhill gracefully. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've, done, I've done a bit of skiing uh, here just because, uh, partially because of business, oh. but I am very embarrassed to admit that my daughter is 17 we've been here 16 years and she has not been skiing what you gotta take her yeah she like, she has such... yeah she has brought it up a couple of times yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, winter uh, this winter put it on the list because uh yeah. yeah it's such a great it's such a great sport like in terms of as a family too right like there's not many sports you can all especially if you've got teenagers or young kids that you know, let's all go play volleyball together. That's about a two-second match. So skiing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's such a great family sport to do to, together and yeah. uh, be outside and just get away from phones and technology and fresh air. Yeah. So, But yeah, that's kind of where I, after university, I moved out to the Rockies, Canadian mm-hmm. Rockies. Lived out there for, yeah, I want to say like eight, ten years. And, oh, wow. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, wow, eight, ten years oh, okay. in the Rockies. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. you get pretty good at skiing out there. Yeah, it, it really was wow. It's kind of like, it's like, because for the East Coast, Toronto, where I'm from, is it's a big hockey town, as you know, and the East Coast, we have mountains, but they're pretty small. Uh, and it's mostly skiing on ice, maybe mm-hmm. with, I'm not sure. Uh, and then the Rockies is just, yeah, if you got, it's stunning, yeah, in its own right. And then... Um, the skiing is like next level, like powder. You're talking like like surfing, you know, it's like floating. You're literally floating in snow. So that kind of, I got fully addicted to that. So I've been, that's kind of controlled my life for for the last 20 years, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, that and uh, coffee too, so. Uh, yeah. But the skiing yeah. explains Ora because that's like the, the skiing mecca of Sweden, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's kind of like the, the Whistler Aspen of, uh, of Sweden, yeah. Uh, have you guys have you been up there? I've been up there. I, I was actually just up there two weeks ago on our way up to Fjellen. Uh, yeah. And we drove through Ora. We actually stopped and ate. We ate dinner on the way up to this uh, to this cabin. But I had never been there during the summer. Yeah. And that was really weird to be there because <laughs> I've been there when it's snowy and packed and there are people all over the place. Summertime. We had no problems getting a table. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> beautiful. Like, it's a beautiful part of Sweden. And um, yeah, there's just less people and even less up there. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I did, I taught, ended up working uh, a few jobs. Like, I think, you know, you're just kind of trying to find the jobs you don't like in life. Or, <laughs> uh, like men, you know, you're trying to date all the women you're not supposed to date. Or <laughs> you find the one. Yeah. I think that's what my mom put it. Uh, but yeah, I just fell in love with skiing and like tried to be like, I was like, how do I get, how can I create a life or a world, design my world around uh, so I can ski and float every day or right. ski power. 
Great. So yeah, ski instructing kind of came, was like one of the first on the list. Yeah. And, and then it, yeah, it took me around the world. It's crazy how you just find a job and so passionate about it. It took me to Japan, New Zealand. Wow. Uh, yeah, Aura, I taught in Aura. Mm. Uh, so it was really, yeah, I, I can't think of a better 20 years to, to, to um, misuse my time. And, and my, <laughs> <laughs> or I, I met my wife, so it wasn't all, or, uh, my parents were definitely, I don't think they were so happy that I took that career path. In my, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I think I'm making up for, uh, for lost times of not, you know, not just doing whatever all my friends were doing, which was, sure. you know, finishing university, going to get a corporate job and right. uh, which was cool. I think I, I, I probably would have enjoyed that too, but yeah, I just think skiing was just, it was just way too much fun. And right. I really didn't care about the, you know, the, the money and as long as I could just keep doing it. So that was kind of the formula. Yeah. The last yeah. 20 years. So, yeah. I had, uh, and it's funny because you, you uh, talked about the, the similarities with surfing and skiing. Yeah. If somebody there, gets the surfing bug, and it's kind of a similar, you know, thing. It's like whatever will get me to the next wave, you know. Um, and it's I, a, I actually had a a friend of mine. I don't even know how he found me. I was living at an apartment in Oakland uh, by myself. Uh, knock on the door. I open it up, and it was like a cousin that I hadn't seen forever. And he had a surfboard under one arm, and he had half a loaf of bread in the other <laughs> in the other one. You know, and he was like, hey, is it OK if I crash for a couple of days? And and I was I, I didn't even really know what to say. But, um, you know, once the bread, yeah, once the bread loaf was gone and, you know, he took off to uh, to find out where the next swell was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I guess I was a, I guess you could say in, in, a, in a short sense, I was a ski bum for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. With, with two loaves of bread, though. With two, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and some fika. And, uh, ah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it pays pretty good. I mean, if, once you get up to, like, the higher ranks of ski instructing, right. when you're training the instructors, uh, it, it was actually pretty decent money. So it wasn't, okay. it wasn't I guess, a total ski bum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, what, um, now tell us about the, the, the coffee. How did the, the coffee, I'm thinking skiing, cold, warm beverage, yeah. you know is there how, how did that how did that journey begin i think I, I i was actually talking about this the other day like where i discovered good coffee and it mm. i think it resonated in new zealand when i first moved down there to the south island like coffee is uh if you've been down down under like coffee's like religion down there in terms of the coffee culture mm. like it's so like everything revolves around good coffee yeah. like even starbucks for example didn't even make it into Australia, really. Okay. Like, it's the only country, really. Um, New Zealand, I mean, they're there, but they're not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they didn't uh, They didn't break the market like uh, America or Europe. Mm. So, so it really is that kind of strong coffee culture where, you know, there's lots of micro-roasters. Um, everyone puts, a, like, a next level of kind of importance on a barista there. You know, like, you wouldn't think of anything of a barista working at a Starbucks, but down there, it's like, they know what they know and they, you know, they, there's a lot of skill involved to do it, wow. to make great coffee. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's next, next level. So I kind of, yeah, working down there. And then, you know, when we didn't have lessons, I would be drinking this amazing, like uh, Cortado, like a flat white, basically, or uh, lattes or anything, any espresso drinks are just outstanding, you know, with like latte art, 
which back then, you know, it wasn't really, you didn't see that in the, in the rest of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like that much focus on the, on the, like how they serve the drink. And so that kind of got the itch started, I think. And then, uh, do you guys drink coffee, right? Mm-hmm. John's like, I drink Just a little bit. I'm, I'm on like cup two and a half so far. Okay. Yeah, I was doing okay until I moved to Sweden. And then it just went, it, it, just, oh, just, it went all out of whack. So <laughs> and they drink a lot of coffee over here, right? So it's kind of a, yeah. you're either in the Fika crowd or you're, you should be in the Fika crowd, I guess. Yeah. But, um, and then what, and then I worked in Australia and I met, that's where I met my wife mm-hmm. and all the Swedes would kind of hang out. All the Swedish instructors would kind of hang out and do their Fika. So that's kind of where I learned the whole Fika thing and mm-hmm. going for coffee. And yeah, it was just, you know, just fun, uh, uh, talking to all of them and, and learning their culture. And, um, yeah, I ended up meeting my wife there, which was quite cool. Um, so that's kind of where coffee came around. And then I think what put the icing on the cake was moving to Japan and coffee again is like, well, all food, right? Everything is just like, do you know what I mean? Sushi from like- noodles. Uh, they just put so much focus on and passion into anything they do. Like yeah, even just burger, right? Like it's, you know, when you, you, you look at the photo and the, on the, in the ad, it looks exactly like that, right? Like perfect, you know? So it's the same there. Like uh, they just put so much uh, skill and heart into their, any food. So I kind of, yeah, that just put me over the edge. And then, um, yeah, I was just coffee crazy after that. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, it does, um, in, in, in Swedish, they, they have a, uh, uh, I guess, a, what do you call it? A, a saying, um, and it is a heya ribban that you raise. Well, it's basically raising the bar. You know, it's, when you raise the bar on something, oh, nuhar ribban, and you know, going through what you did in New Zealand and then Australia. I mean, your coffee bar was pretty high. It was, it was probably hard to convince you to just grab a cup of Joe at Seven Eleven and. Or like imagine like hardware store (laughs) coffee back in the U.S. It's in that glass pot. It's been sitting there on the burner for a couple hours. Yeah, Yeah. but sometimes you need to drink that just to like you know you want the caffeine, but you just got to take the taste of that burnt rubber slash grandma's closet. (laughs) Yeah, um, and see seeing the bottom of the cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, right, Sean. I never liked coffee. Like you're exactly right. That's the coffee, especially in Canada. Like my parents drank, and I, I never liked it. Right? Like, did you guys enjoy coffee? Like, when did you guys start drinking coffee? Because that's, ooh, um, I would early. say for me, kind of when I started working. Yeah, like yeah. you would have it like when you were a teenager, like oh, I'm drinking coffee in the morning before high school, like an adult, blah, 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 with yeah. like loads of sugar in it and milk and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. But yeah, then like once you start working, you're just like, oh, Jesus, I got to have something right now. Yeah. And that's kind of how, how it goes. Yeah, I, I remember a, a cup of coffee in high school that a friend, we went to a Denny's, like a late night Denny's restaurant. <laughs> and I just remember that once we put cream in the coffee, it was the same color as like the, the the bench seating that we were sitting on, the the vinyl of the thing. And I was. I must say, I'm pretty impressed. You have memories of a late night Denny's trip. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one, <laughs> I, that that one definitely. And then college, of course. Yeah. Kinda, because I because well, way back then, I mean, it was it was before uh, Red Bull and all the other caffeinated alternatives back then it was just like coffee or no coffee 
Yeah, how old are you guys? Uh, I'm 30-ish. 30? No. <laughs> no, I'm 53. 53? Okay, nice friend. Yeah, and I'm 36. So I grew up right in that Red Bull, all the synthetics you can have right in that zone. Yeah, and I'm kind of between you guys. Of, I'm 40. I'm 44. So, yeah, like coffee was, it tasted horrible. It smelled good, right? Like, it's, yeah. you know, your dad would make uh, in the morning, like, it smells nice, but then... Yeah, you're right. You had to dump like a pound of sugar and oh, just to balance, just to put some balance in the cup. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like Denny's, Tim Hortons we have. I don't know if you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's just, yeah, we have this uh, in Canada, it's a double-double. So basically that's double sugar, double cream. And that's what most, all the trades guys drink that because it's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, wow. But it's like super dark roast and yeah, I, I didn't really like it. So I drank tea actually. I drank tea until I was like 20, yeah, late 20s. And then, yeah, like Sean said, I had to work, you know, working and you need, you need some, like a fix, right. a fixer upper. So some caffeine in there would help. But, um, but yeah, like coffee, especially Scandinavian coffee is, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's got its own reputation, like the Nordic, the Nordic style. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to any of the specialty coffee shops in, in Stockholm or anywhere, but like, it's kind of next level. It's kind of ahead of the trend. Right. And it's kind of now just catching up in the U S and Canada. It's, I think it's one of the fastest growing, I think specialty is actually the fastest growing in the coffee industry. Um, so is it kind of like micro, I mean, like microbreweries, all of a sudden microbreweries are pop, you know, they start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. It's like, like, you know, what the beer was back in the States when it was like Coors Light and, um, Miller Light and what was the other big beer we drank? Bud. Bud, yeah, Bud Light. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, or yeah, those are like the beer. Uh, what was the other one? Yeah, there was a few. The Beast. There was one called The Beast. We oh yeah, Milwaukee's <laughs> Best. Milwaukee's Best. Yeah, is that <laughs> best? And it was like the best price for any student, right? Like Milwaukee's Best. <laughs> well, I remember like back in those days, it was any. There was something ice. Like Canadians knew about like ice beer that was like stronger or something like that. So you were always like, "That's the one we need." Yeah. So we used to come down for like um, rugby trips and uh, lacrosse trips down to the states, and we. The beer was so cheap. And we're like, this is great. So we just buy like two fours and two fours, and uh, uh, yeah, just got. <laughs> it. Yeah. Hey, tell uh, us about I... the, um, Adrian. I went in and uh, and took a couple uh, a look at a couple of posts, um, and I believe how long have you had the the coffee? I think it was something about a year ago. I think it was May 2020. There was a post that said that uh, had you been open a year? Was it? A year then open the new location here yeah uh yeah we moved here our november okay first 2020 and then um and then yeah that, I, that's i've just moved full-time into coffee uh starting in january so it's okay. but it's taken four four and a half years i think we're yeah up to fifth year now so because what I noticed in the in the post was you had mentioned having roasted a ton of green coffee, and I I had a hard time wrapping my head around what a ton of green coffee is. It as much as it sounds. I mean, that's yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a lot. It's, <laughs> that's a, it definitely when you're standing next to the roaster, it's a lot. And packing that all that coffee and tasting all that coffee and 
Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I think last, I think I, look, I just looked at the, um, uh, uh, my importer has like statistics on how much I bought and roasted and it's up at like two tons or something now. <laughs> you know, it's not like we have the biggest roaster. It's, um, yeah. Uh, so I need to upgrade because it's, yeah, it's almost, um, I, you know, I need to scale up a bit now because uh, there you go. It's a lot of time next to the Bernadette here in the roaster, but, uh, <laughs> but it's been good fun. Like you, you think about, I think if you, if you think about to, to, to get a skill or to do anything well, you need to do like that. It is true that 10,000 hour rule, yeah. you know, even podcasting, right. You need to do, put your 10,000 hours in to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's probably good that I've had to do that amount to, to, to say that I, you know, I actually am that now. Do you know what I mean? Like, right do to be am or at least to say put that title on your you know, roaster i mean adrian i figure another 10 to 12 years you already got four workers right um yeah we got wait, one, wait, one. Two, two. i get an accountant uh packing assistant uh yeah so a couple yeah but it take yeah good things take time i didn't know anything actually here's the backlog i didn't know anything about roasting coffee five years ago like in wow. terms of Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like uh, I knew a few skills uh, of how to cook a burger and then start a burger burger restaurant. Or something. Right. Like, it was like nothing. I didn't know how to, I'd never even seen green coffee. So, um, so yeah, it, it's taken some time, but uh, well, well worth it. I think the journey is, you know, you have to enjoy the journey and not worry about that destination. Like, yeah, see, because California green is a whole different product. I, I just, uh, you yeah, know, I... <laughs> But green, green coffee beans. Um, yeah, I figured that, you know, once you're toddlers, you got, you got four toddlers, they'll be, you'd be able to put little aprons on them in yeah, about 10 years. Get that labor going. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. They actually, uh, my oldest, he, he likes to play with, uh, all my brew equipment. So like, I don't know if you heard of Aeropress. That's like, that was his number one toy when he was three. He didn't actually want to play with his, you know what I mean? Regular three-year-old toys. He wanted to play with my coffee carousel. <laughs> hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully they. They want to do some, uh, yeah, maybe just part-time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Adrian, how, how often are you and your wife on this side? She's Swedish. Yeah. Um, are you guys here a couple times a year visiting? Uh, yeah. She, well, we have a small summer house in Sweden. So okay. what we used to do the first five years is we'd, we'd save up money in Norway. Mm. So we both worked at Ski Star. Mm. And then um, that's when the Norwegian crown was really good and strong. Mm. And then bring it back to Sweden. Uh, we, we just bought like a summer, like a fixer upper. Right. And just started fixing it up all summer, which was, I think that's probably one of the best things to, before you get married is renovations with your partner. <laughs> like uh, you really do set the bar of like getting to know each other and you know, problem solving. And so we did that and uh, it was a lot of work. Like it was a, it, it really was a, a fixer upper. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, now we now we actually live in yeah in the summers we go back and visit and talk about oh yeah maybe we can do some renovations but with three kids it's not really yeah nope. yeah. Have you got kids by the way? Uh, yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have a daughter that's seventeen and a son that's twenty two. Yeah, you have big kids, right? But Sean, you got kids in? Or? Yeah, I've got a a two year old, so I can only uh, imagine like yeah, any time I have to even drill a hole in the wall, it's like okay, get him out of the house. He's gonna yeah. eat the sawdust. He's gonna lick the paint chips off the floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like three, uh, the five three year old and the four month year old. It's, yeah, oh. doing any kind of renovations is uh, nope, not happening. Big nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
how do you, I was going to ask you like comparison wise, as far as being in Nor in Norway, um, I mean like cultural differences and, and things like that. I, I, how long have you guys actually, how long have you been in Norway? Uh, we've been here since 2010, is it? Okay. 10? No, okay. 10, yeah. 2011, 12. Yeah. Okay. Um, now the cultural differences there, because I mean, there's cultural differences just between Swedes and Norwegians. Mm. You know, I think that a lot of people just kind of stick us in this Scandinavian box. Oh, they're just you know. Oh, and ABBA has a new album. No, but they. Um... But it does have a new album. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're back. Yeah, I saw that on TikTok. Actually, I'm like, who is the lead singer? I was like, he showed up on my TikTok. I was like, what? I told you, Sean. I told you he was on TikTok. Yeah, he did like a big social media post. I was like, what? This is yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, going back to your question. Cultural and... Yeah, cultural. And we, we did a quick test. Yeah. We did a quick test uh, before we did the pod where we met each other. And while we were in the process of doing that test, you ended up with some visitors. Yes. You had a couple of... Yeah, you had a couple of customers. And I... I, I think they were from Holland. Yes. yes uh, they were doing there. Uh, but so you see a lot of people that, that are, that are coming through. Cause that was, or was that just a strange coincidence that it was, uh, that it was tourists? I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's like an ore, right? Like I yeah. think Hamburg is the equivalent of ore or Treso or like it's, it's a big, it's a, it's on the international stage now as a ski destination. So, mm -hmm. and summer is no different. They're kind of a, working on the mountain biking and uh, just right. promoting it as a tourist destination, summer, winter, fall. Yeah. yeah, we get a lot of flatlanders, the Dutch, the Danes. <laughs> <laughs> the Swedes, you know, Swedes are huge, like especially people from Gothenburg come up. They can come up, it's only a six hour drive. So they're up here skiing on just a, like a long weekend. Right. Um, the Germans, we get the Russians coming kind of week, two, week one, week two. Hmm. The Brits, they've really promoted it to the UK, uh, Hempstead as a destination. So uh, the Brits are coming now, who else? Yeah. So it's kind of the, yeah, the that Nordic area with a bit of uh, Europe on the side. So yeah, I know you guys have to come visit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I told, it was funny because when we were up in Fjellen, when we were up on our on our hiking trip, I told, I told Sean that out of the blue, I look at my phone and it was like, welcome to Talia, Norway. It was like I guess we had gotten so close to, <laughs> to Norway that my that my cell phone actually started <laughs> connecting over there. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not ready for those rates. Yeah. Switch back. To no, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Especially the beer rate. <laughs> oh, oh, don't even tell me. I am curious though. Speaking of beverages, right. being the coffee maestro in the making, can you just like? go to a cafe and have a cup of coffee or has that experience been ruined? Like you're like analyzing the roast and the coffee mm -hmm. and how they poured it. Like this is not Australian level Cortado. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. This is it back uh, in your face. This is an artwork. You call this artwork. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, yeah, you're right. It's been totally ruined. Um, ever <laughs> since, ever since living in, in Australia, New Zealand, which is like 2006, seven there, five, uh, nothing, or even Japan, nothing's competed ever since. And that's, I'm not, I'm not talking about Hempstead at all. I'm not talking about uh, Canada. Like everything is, it's usually a disappointment, but, um, <laughs> uh, but that's what it is. Like you kind of, you know, it's, 
Yeah, I don't know how to break. I, you know, I, I don't want people listening to this in Hempstead all like cafe owners. We, they like the coffee's <laughs> good. Like the coffee's good. It's usually or and the problem is, it's just consistency. Hmm. Like if they have different baristas or training new staff, that can be a struggle for cafes, especially these days with yeah. COVID. With you know, just finding good workers, it's tough to to get people, especially to learn how to to, to brew good coffee and espresso is quite fickle. It's quite a fickle uh, drink. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, and you I guys mean, are roasting and you're you're doing like walk-in service for espresso, yeah. coffee drinks, all that stuff. I know, and we just started that. So I, I haven't really promoted the, the walk-in, but people just, it's funny, eh? people just find it. Like it's, it's social media is kind of that, that game changer. They just find the place, you know, location. <laughs> location, location does not mean a thing anymore because people will always find good things. So um, yeah, like the, like this this Dutch couple came in so um yeah mountain biking on the other side of the hill and then something that smells like coffee yeah i could have yeah. coffee yeah but now it's so like people just come like I'll, I'll get sometimes i'll get these random orders from coffee like japan and uh iraq i think i was telling Rodney this from iraq or uh, wow. la like a couple of weeks ago uh, so i'm really humble when you know someone's found little hemsedal on the map yeah. and the coffee roaster that will ship them coffee i'm like it's just kind of mind-boggling yeah yeah, I was going to, because I was just going to ask you, you do a, a bit of uh, exporting, a bit of shipping, and I mean, people can go in and uh, to, to the website and take a look. Uh, yeah, yeah, we ship all over. We ship worldwide. And um, uh, we've, yeah, we've done, we started doing more collabs. So we're doing a collab with, uh, so we're shipping a lot to Aspen, Colorado, oh. your, your neck of the woods in the U.S., um, Arkansas, we just I just shipped a bunch of coffee to Arkansas, Bentonville, oh, wow. Arkansas. Like it's just so, it's just so random, you know. Like I have to pinch myself when I when I take the box to the the post office, and I'm like, this is. <laughs> I mean, like, like I I, I just always, pinch. and even like the post people are like, what? This is going to where? And you're like, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. See, that's a, that that just shows you the the digital transition that we've made from from flipping through yellow pages, <laughs> you know, it's oh. like looking for coffee, you know, looking for somebody, oh. but yeah. yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. I remember was... the, I still remember the white pages. Did you have the white pages too? Yeah. That? We had the white pages and the yellow pages. When you started a business, it was like, uh, you had to join the chamber of commerce and then you had to put your, you know, you had to get an ad in the yellow pages. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do they have a yellow pages in uh, Stockholm too, Sweden? Can't I don't think they have any paper products over here anymore. <laughs> they got no paper money. They got yeah, everything no is paper just... money. I don't think no so. Paper money. Yeah, yeah, I guess swish now. Swish, swish. Yeah. Do you guys have swish in Norway too? Yeah, we have the we have the equivalent of vips. It's called, which is uh, this is obnoxious to say. That's swish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you guys, you guys have to go to. I don't know. You you said you're from. West, east of uh, Stockholm or north, was it, Rodney? Uh, I'm actually, Nunesham is uh, yeah. about 45 minutes south. Yeah. And uh, Sean is kind of on the, well, you're Hamabihuestad, so you're Stockholm, but. Yeah, you're yeah I'm on like kinda... the southeastern edge. Yeah. yeah. So, but there's Still some great stops there. You have to go to, uh, there's some really good ones. Um, the one drop coffee check out that one that one's kind of the they were one of the first i think they're the one of the first specialty coffees in all of scandinavia actually wow. so they're a roaster and cafe uh, and they've won a bunch of awards and uh, 
They would be, yeah, check them out because you'll be tasting you'll you you'll be tasting coffees that you've never tasted or you thought was coffee. Like it really is kind of uh, another another world. Of, See, Adrian, uh, Adrian's trying to ruin us too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, gonna gonna come home. You, you, I think you'll enjoy it. You'll appreciate it because it's kind of um, yeah, it, like some of the Ethiopian coffees are really fruity and floral, almost like tea like, and they're just, you're just like you really are tasting coffee. Like it's right. tasting like tasting coffee for the first time so uh not not denny's night <laughs> to it <laughs> the yeah. sofa the sofa colored coffee at denny's um yeah. no that sounds good now you had hinted a little bit about possibly is there possibly a, a coffee pod cast ish somewhere maybe in the yeah yeah maybe yeah i, I probably need your, your help with the uh, logistics and uh um yeah, setting it all up and getting the right mic. Like as I've been looking at mics, and uh, I see you guys have the pro. Sean's got his pro. The pro is that a <laughs> is that a COVID? Uh, COVID. <laughs> That's the official voiceover mic. Yeah, exactly. But, I need uh, one of those, like you guys have. And uh, yeah, I, I I think it'll be fun because like okay. it's especially during COVID, people. I think podcasts is they're just fun, right? And yeah. I think we're all about here too is trying to be fun with coffee and. And just get more people like yourselves into into better quality coffee. So, uh, if people want to listen to that, that'd be fun. Well, I don't I don't think you're going to have a problem generating content, and you already have two guests that are that are uh, that are willing and able to to jump on board. Yeah, I'll have to send you guys some coffee. Actually. Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. Um, Adrian, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And what and what we'll do is we're going to go ahead and put up uh, some information as usual. Uh, yeah. Some links to you so that people can go in and, and check out and uh, and order or follow like. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. It would be fantastic to either see you over there or catch you on a visit over here. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to actually next time I think, which will be next summer. If I'm in Stockholm, we'll give you guys a call and try and meet up at a cafe or something. And uh, actually, my brother brother-in-law's got so he's one of the best chefs in Sweden, so he's got like some great restaurants. Uh, I have to go check out um, and maybe a coffee shop in there. I don't know. We'll see. Fika. Wow. You're yeah. talking. Wow. He's talking good food and a nice cup of. Oh, yeah. Well, he's going to take us out to these cafes and be like, see what they did there? That's it's no good. No That's good. No good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let me step back there. Let I me step back there. there, Sean. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, it'd just be fun to it's just fun to show people uh, better yeah. coffee, especially if it's in your own neighborhood and you've never been. Uh, it's even better because you'll, yeah, it's good. And also get to support small businesses like ourselves. So yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Adrian, thank you so much. We will remain in touch and uh, we'll keep everybody posted. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. Thank that was Alright everyone, that sound means we're out of time for this week's episode, but we want to thank Adrian so much. You can check him out at Scandinavian Alps Coffee. As you heard it, he will ship that coffee anywhere in the world, Japan, Arkansas, anywhere in between. Be sure to check him out there. We'll put the link to his website and to his Instagram in the episode description. While you're over there, be sure to check out our own Instagram and then come back here next time for more Two Guys, Three Crowns. Yeah.